You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shades, Rob. I think we're live. Let's see how long this actually lasts for all of us. Uh, what's up? Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of Chairgate. And I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from my parents' garage in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, joined by my co-host, Dakota. Who do we got? Dakota. That's their garage, dude. Coming to you live from way in bumfuck Egypt, South Georgia. Um, stayed up in the penthouse suite down here. It's how we do it. And... Uh, Man, we got a lot of time to do. Shitty Rob is back in the house with shitty coolers. We're loving all the insights. Favorite of the show already. Shitty Rob, how is Bristol, Tennessee? Pretty good. They're they're doing practice. You probably hear the echo of it. They're doing the late model practice right now. Pretty nice. Oh, shit. Glad to have you back, bro. Let's start this thing off. We are going to be talking about everything. Coda, we went left and right this weekend. The cars did great. We're going to talk. Talk about it. Surprises of the race. We got performers at the line picks coming up with Richmond this weekend. It's going to be nuts. Let's get this thing started. Let's do it. What's up? It's Chairgating coming at you live. Hello. Come right in. Rock, flag, and eagle. Hello. Are we all on? So we're all in different places, right? Yeah, we're parents. all on the road. Are we all on the road right now? I'm at my mm-hmm. parents' garage, like hoping Wi-Fi works. Dakota's in his penthouse suite in bumfuck nowhere, Georgia, hoping his yep. internet works. Rob, where are you at? Bristol, Tennessee, in a uh, rental RV on a so, on a hot spot. I feel, right? like, I feel like I'm. I feel pretty bougie right now. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how long this lasts for all three of us. Ten percent. Oh, look at the plug! All right. Yeah, look at that plug. It's almost like he does it for a living. Yeah. Right. This episode once again is brought to you by Yeats. Yeatsofficial.com Ten percent discount code Chairgating. You can look as cool as all three of us. Maybe not at the same time. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you wear like all three pairs, like a Power Ranger. 
can morph together. To yeah, be like the main all three of us. Take them off, and there's another pair under there. <laughs> just another pair, another pair. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you do that, you know, if you buy three pairs, let us know, and we'll send you a pair for free. How about that? That is by rattlesnake, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going out of my pocket. This shit ain't. Yeah. This shit ain't free. Right. Um. All right. We got some comments going. Got called on the work, but still made it home in time for cheer game. There you go. Right. That is commitment. Nick, our number one supporter in the comments, always repping. Um. Got to hit up cookout in Bristol. Designed like a honey lodge. The cookout in Bristol is designed like a honey lodge. That's actually sick. All right. I just had cookout. I'll put um, that up. But last night for dinner. So that's all right. There's one in like where we live and like I Okay. I for everybody listening, if you're interested in fast food, don't fucking listen to Dakota. He only eats Chick-fil-A, which I love, don't get me wrong, but he says everything else is like terrible for you. And but he'll eat Chick-fil-A, chicken sandwiches and french fries. Like I don't fucking what? I don't understand the logic you behind that. Hey, you don't talk about the Lord's chicken that way. I love Chick Fil A. I just said that, but don't pretend like everything else is bad for you while you're out there fucking enjoying. I know. I just ate cookout, and it was like eating fucking Hardee's. It wasn't nothing crazy. Well, it's like a cheap drunk thing. It's now that was it. The time I had cookout was in Richmond, Virginia, and I was hammered drunk, and it was delicious. But yeah, exactly. I went like like, a cookout. You get like two hot dogs and some hush puppies. Yeah, we have Waffle Houses in Georgia. We have Waffle Houses, too. I don't know why you pretend like this is only in Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's a good question. Now that we're on the subject, best fast food chicken sandwich. I think we know what Dakota's going with. easy, dude. Best fast food chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A, number one or number two. Shitty Rob, what do you got? I was going to hopefully stay out of that conversation, but oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most controversial thing. (laughs) This is a big deal. Oh, man. Because I'm not from the South, so I really don't get the experience. Yeah, we need to hear your input. I was going to say Bojangles. I'm a big Bojangles Oh, God, no. What? Bojangles is fucking dank, dude. It is. It's good when in Darlington. Oh, shit. Never mind. I was going to say. (laughs) I'm wearing a cookout shirt right now. You're going to hell, dude. I didn't even think about that. It's fucking Southern 500. Southern 500, man. Chicken. Dude, I can eat Chick-fil-A every day, honestly. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I mean. Chick Fil A is pretty good, but I feel it, it feels like the most like biased answer, you know. Most obvious answer, yeah. yeah. I just feel like anytime I go Chick Fil A, I'm never like, uh, it was all right. Every time I go Chick Fil A, I'm like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's fair. It's always a good experience. Yeah. You know what? If they don't say uh, my pleasure, that pisses me off. Dude, like, we ate at a Chick Fil A the other week, and there was like two old Bettys in there, and like they were over it, they were ready to get off or something, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, here you go. And I was like, "Excuse you, like <laughs> this is your fucking pleasure." Yeah, like I was like, "Where's all that sweetness, everybody?" And like we we're literally, I was like offended. Like, how dare her not exactly? Get you're you're kind of baffled when they don't yeah. say it was their pleasure. It was like, weird. Like she was just normal. Like, yeah, here you go. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> "Well, speaking of chicken sandwiches, um, what did we think of Coda?" Uh, welcome background. You like that? First of all, yeah, I did like that. That was a good transition, wasn't it? Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Rob, welcome back. But, uh, man, we missed you. It's been a minute. Uh, We went left and turn road course Well, hold on. It's been a minute, but I think the last time I was on, wasn't Rob also on? Yes, I just meant Rob is a guest and you are normal. Yeah, so, like, Rob has technically been gone as long as I have because – 
Dakota was joined by another co-host last episode. Red Dog. Yeah, Rob doesn't deserve the disrespect though, like you do. Did you hear anything I've said? I feel like he fucking yeah. His internet sucks. <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> yeah, dude, you keep cutting out. Anyway, Tyler Reddick was on the episode, the last episode. If you didn't tune in, I was hoping I was trying to lay it up for Dakota to talk about, but he, you know, it's going going over his head. Um, how was that, Dakota? We haven't even talked really since then. No, it was fucking sick, and I was really butthurt you weren't there, but I handled it. Tyler Egg jumped on the show, drank a beer with the boys, and it was fucking awesome. Check out the episode if you haven't. It was really the coolest thing. Even Ronnie today at work was like, dude, you know Dakota talked to a NASCAR driver? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Dakota's yeah, a big stop. fucking deal, man. Yeah, I'm blowing up, man. It People was cool. To recognize. I literally, like, because I was already like, yeah, I like Tyler Reddick. He's cool. But just right. that whole thing now, like, watching the race, I was like, come on, Reddick, get the go. <laughs> right? Well, it would have been perfect if he got his first dude, win right after that interview. I mean, that I know we were texting and we we're like, oh, shit, dude. This is, if this yeah. finally happens, like, we're it was right, leading with the green white checker. Yep. Yeah. You did that awesome. Wow. Rob, yeah. what did you think of Coda, man? What did you think? Did you get to watch it? Yeah. Yeah. I got to watch the whole thing. Okay. So you were in Austin? No, no. I, I watched it here in Bristol. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. You're at the Dirt Nationals, right? Correct. Yep. Which they, okay. they didn't run. They didn't run. They uh, ran Friday, Saturday, and then they were off Sunday, and they're doing practice right now. For the week to... Hell yeah! But did you watch? Did you watch Cletus there? I I wasn't in there for it, but yeah, I seen uh, the high, how he ran. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. He ran, came out here. Uh, Justin Haley's here all week too, so we got a NASCAR regular. Kenny Wolf. Really? I think he might be here too. Wallace I appreciate Shady. that. I like some of the NASCAR guys being like, "I'm gonna get some extra practice," or I just like racing, and they're like, yeah. "I don't give a fuck. I'm going out there." I always appreciate it because I'm like, damn, they really like fucking racing. Like, this is their time off, yeah. and they're like, no, nah, I'm going to go to another track. Like, that, oh, yeah. I respect that. I got shit to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, dude, we got we went to Coda. It, we finally got to see the old girl in her full potential. Not last year's rain out bullshit. It was a fucking, like, we couldn't ask for a better road course setup. The weather was perfect. The, the next-gen car, this is what they were made for. And... I was kind of skeptical, like, man, I really hope it's a good show. I hope, I mean, I hope it's everything I think it's going to be, and I think it delivered. I loved everything I saw. We had good long green flag runs, and we had some crazy, you know, spin-out cautions, and we had some calamity at the end. It was all around a great race to me, in my opinion, for the first road course of the next gen. The first road course of the season, I think it kind of sets the bar for where we go road course racing down the line. I loved everything I saw yesterday. You loved it. You thought it was great. Yeah, I love like I mean, we'll have to get our rating, but like I like I loved the, I thought it was a great road course race, like a better road course race than I've seen in the last couple of years. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I think at the end of the day, I just keep trying to convince myself to like road course racing when I just it's just not my thing. Like at the end of the day, I've seen a lot of people being like, "I love this race." It was fucking eighty five percent on Gluck's poll, eighty five percent, and I'm sitting there thinking like. I don't know. That was like a 65% race, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I saw your comment on Jeff's tweet, and I was like, you, would you shut up? No, uh, because fucking people agree with me. They no, know I'm I thought right. it was good, man. I thought it was a good race. Like, it was a great road course race. Through and through, I loved it from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, I'll chime in. Like, I thought it was a decent race. I know we'll talk about more coming up, but I thought it was a good race. This, I, myself, obviously, I'll, I like – 
I don't want to jump in too early saying if I'm not the biggest fan of Coda with stock cars, I still thought it was a good race. I'm just not the biggest fan. I'll talk later Thank on you. Coda. I still thought it was a good race, though, but I just don't think Coda and stock cars mix. I've said that but since they announced they were going there. I'm totally explain, with you. I'll explain why later on. That's as much as my take. Of it. <laughs> I think, I don't know. It's hard to judge because we went to, like, so many new road courses in the last year or two or whatever. But, like, I appreciate – I've never been to Coda, but I appreciate Coda looking like a professional facility. Correct. It looks up fantastic. It looks superb. I think the racing actually was oh, good. Yeah, it almost put the fucking city in debt. It should look good. I thought the race that, was but... really well. And I thought that, like, last year, even with the rain kind of just killing the whole vibe, I thought this road course was better than Road America as an addition. Like, if I had to pick one of which new road course I wanted, I'm taking Coda. I don't really. Road America, yeah, Road America just never really does it for me. I mean, I get it, Fourth of July, whatever, America. But I'm just like, eh, whatever. Uh, Sonoma, Sonoma for like the last 10 years, ever since Tony retired, really, Sonoma hasn't done it for me. The carousel was horseshit. I don't think we ever should have done that. I'm glad they're going back to the bus stop. Um, Tony in the broadcast will get there was yeah, a yeah. nice favor. Um, thank God. But I just I thoroughly enjoyed the race. I even for the first stage, I I pot away like when um I listened to Kevin's scanner for a bit, and then I would just mute the TV and turn it to MRN and just sit there and listen for like five laps, and I'd turn it back to Kevin's scanner and unmute it, and I'd be like I'd mute it and turn it back on MRN and just listen and watch How'd the race. It was kind of. Well, because I like, I felt like I'm like, what if I'm missing something? Like they're talking about something, right? And I was like, it was funny because like in MRN, you'll hear the car engine noises like round, round in the background, but I'm watching the TV and it's like round, round. <laughs> the cars are going by. I was like, okay, this kind of neat. I'll tell you, the the broadcast on MRN was like way more enthused than the Fox broadcast, of course. But like even on the commercials, they did some more side by side than usual. I feel. They would do side by side, and I would just mute the TV and turn on MRN and be like, "Okay, this I can do this." That's it. Yeah, because I know we talk, we've talked about that doing and, that for a while now. And, and the app gets like a half. I mean, especially with a road course, it gets like a lap ahead, a half a lap ahead, and I'm okay with it. I, it doesn't bother me. But they'll be like, "And Denny Hamlin gets passed. He gets bumped off the corner," and they're freaking <laughs> out. And I'm sitting there watching Denny Hamlin like ahead of two guys right on his ass, and I'm like, "Oh shit." And then, like, halfway to the lap, the guys bumped Denny Hamlin out of the way. And I'm like, oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, it was nice. It was nice. It was, it was enthous- like, I need to get, like, an iPad and an iPhone set up. One on Kevin Scanner, one on the MRN app, and just have both playing. I think that would be way ten times better than Fox. Yeah, I'm just excited to get to the ratings because <laughs> I think we're going to start differing here. Um I thought it was, once again, like Atlanta, I thought it was fine. Um, I, I might have actually liked Atlanta better. I don't know. I'd have to, I might have to go back and rewatch both of these, like back to back, because I saw one comment on Glef, um, Jeff Gluck's poll talking about how bad Atlanta performed on his polls. Uh, There's this girl, and she was like, Atlanta got so and so, and this one gets 85%. Like, are y'all fucking high or something like that? And, yeah, I, this wasn't better than Atlanta to me. But to me, road course racing, like, they aren't the same category. Yeah, but we but, still have to rank it. Yeah, all in all, yeah, no, I don't think this was better than Atlanta. But then the poll, like you're saying, the girl's comment. Like, 85, that's what I'm saying, 85%. I'm not trying to say I hated this race. Once again, 
I don't hate this race. Was but, it weird watching it on TV since you were there last year? I mean, it's much better to watch it on TV for a road course. <laughs> just because, like, I was on turn one, which is a pretty good spot, like, if you, like, sit on the grass because it's up on yeah. a hill. So you can see it. Which is one thing last year, I feel like there was a giant crowd right there. And then this year, I never even saw So, that. yeah, you mentioned how good the crowd was. And I, I was going to bring this up. I think it went down from last year. Yeah. Because that whole grass area was packed full, even when it was pouring rain. Yeah. And last year, um, there was, or this year, this year, it didn't look like there was as many. I mean, the stands looked pretty full, but yeah. just based off that grassy knoll off turn one, I was like, I don't know, man. That looks like it's decreased a little bit, especially when you compare that photo of F1. Um, yeah. This last F1 race that was in Austin. Have y'all seen that one? Where the yeah, whole yeah, and it's like a one is just, it's just insane. And that's like and a it, notorious spot for like people staying there. Like that's open access, right? Yeah, it's open. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. just get like general ticket. You don't have to get a seat. And then you can bring in a chair and yeah, sit up there. But it looked like yeah, if you're like in F1. I don't even remember them right. like showing that area this whole race. It wasn't. Uh, there was not as nearly as many people in that area. Which was a little concerning. Yeah, it is what it is. I think. I think thoroughly. I. I think. I, I can't remember where I hear it on Jeff Flux podcast. Was, uh, I think, um, freaking what's his name said it was like. I'll take this race over a Texas Motor Speedway race any day. I mean, yeah, it's different. Like, so I guess I. I, I meant, like, like we took this race. We've got this race to give up a Texas race. I'm like, I will take that. I gladly enjoy this more than watching New Texas. Yeah, that's true. Like two two races at Texas Motor Speedway, you give up one of them for this. Yeah, that's that's a fair trade. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, still, just not a huge road course guy. I think at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, this is the anti-road course podcast. I think anti Bubba, anti road course, anti number. But I just didn't think. Coda was made for stock cars. This is my only take. Well, yeah. okay. Why don't you get into it, Rob? Let's hear why Coda doesn't work well with the stock cars that we have. Well, it's I don't. It's hard to explain why. I mean, obviously the cautions made it tough too. Which, oh my god! Which I think you can agree on the uh, rattlesnake. Yeah. That was those cautions were a big, big buzz kill just due to the length. But they were like twenty minutes apiece. Yeah. And it was like, the, dude, like the cautions kind of like ruined it for me. I think that was a major reason. It I didn't was a like buzzkill. It was it, a buzzkill. It just, I, I remember, I was watching it here actually, and Samantha and her friend, my wife, they're like out in the pool, and I'm supposed to get in with them. Um, I'll be out like, there in a minute. Oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, there's only like ten laps left or whatever, and then like thirty minutes later, like how many laps? I'm like, still ten. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, that, I was, that was the same thing with Luna. Luna wanted to go outside, and I was like, "In a minute, the race is almost over." And then, like right. an hour later, she's like, "Are we going outside?" And I was like, "In a minute, it's almost over." And then Nathan, of course, is like, "That race was just as long as all the other races." And I was like, "Look, I didn't time the fucking race. I just know watching it. I watch a lot more caution laps than I normally do. I don't care how long it was. I just know." That well, race track, could have been a whole nother hour, but if it was no cautions, I would have liked it. You know what I mean? That track's so big, I feel like like even the quickie cautions, a car spin out or a car stalled, like one lap. One lap caution, it's three miles. Like, hey, re-rack them on the back stretch, and when they come back around, drop the green. They would do like two or three laps 
a caution, which was like 20 minutes. Um, I mean, I'm not – I'm just saying things to tweak. Maybe I assume they're going to go back here and maybe future road course races at other tracks is just like we got to just be better and quicker with like, hey, re-rack it, get it ready, let's go back green. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. You can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. And then, like, I always throw out the caution lab shouldn't count. I'm like, well, what if this was a road course? Like, that wouldn't work. Um... I don't know, man. They got to do something better about the cleanup crews. And I know they're figuring out the new cars, but it was like a lot of people had problems with one of the last cautions with Joe Logano, Kurt Busch, and Kyle Larson spin off the rocks. But they, they slung rocks and dirt and all kinds of shit all over the track. So imagine if the leaders came back through there under green and just like all blew right front tires into the wall. Like it would have been a shit show. So I get the yellow, but it's like there was a lot of times. Well, even people, worse when they weren't throwing the caution. Well, people were throwing out the like, <laughs> Can we have local yellows? And NASCAR's all like, hey, no, we're not doing that. Like, that's, we can't have safety crews and cars running at the same time. We don't do that. Uh, I don't know if that's like a gray area or something we could work on, but maybe if we had like pull off areas, like, I don't know how the track really works there, but like, what if like when them cars broke down, a safety car could come and like push them into like a little cutoff inside the, like, inside the interior of the track? And then just push them out to the garage or something. Yeah, because if they already got passed by most most of the field, it's going to take a long fucking time for those cars to come back around to where they yeah. were. Well, so the only thing I noticed should be enough though, time to push them was off. a couple guys here had problems and came back for top ten, top fives. Eric, uh, Chris, Eric Jones, oh. and Christopher Bell had Christopher Bell had steering issues. He was done. I was like, wow, glad I didn't bet on him today. Came back for a third, and I was like, what the fuck? How did he get back up there? Yeah, Eric Jones was stopped, pulled out a whole caution. It was like, I was like, oh, he's done. Glad I didn't bet on him. He was like ninth. I was like, how the fuck did these guys get back up there after having those big problems? Well, and uh, one guy I was hoping would get back up there that never did was Soros. Oh, his power steering went out, though. That's Dude, yeah, I heard his power steering went out, and that had to be hell at Coda. Yeah. Uh, stage one winner, track house in the house, speaking of which. Uh, Daniel Suarez led every lap of the first stage. I think he started second, automatically showing speed. He was fast all weekend. I think, and then he gets uh, pit strategy. He wins the first stage, 
gets back there in 20s, gets dumped, and kind of just never returned since. I, he had power steering issues. I understand that. But it was like, man, it's a bummer to see, like, starting so strong. We've been hyping track house. And then Daniel Suarez dominates the first stage, and then that's kind of the end of his I story. thought that was going to be, like, kind of the end of it. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I still had faith in, like, Ross to do well. But yeah. when Suarez got fucked, I was like, damn, another race where track house gets fucked. Yeah. I mean, we'll get there. But, okay, Rob, what else? You said cautions were a problem. What else for you makes Coda just not a good track for stock cars? I mean, the car, I mean, the, the length of the cautions was the main issue. Um, obviously, I'm sure you can both agree, turn one was definitely a. It's the hairpin. It's like the hairpin quarter. an excitement point for sure. Right yeah. There. But. I mean, it's it's hard to say because I know, Dakota, you brought up Road America. Road America is a very long track too. Yeah. In terms of length, so you know, obviously the cautions can cause issues there. It's just, I don't know. It's hard for me to explain why I just didn't feel like they fit there, but it still didn't mean it was a bad race, though. I still enjoyed it. Like I, yeah. I know. I feel like, but I feel like for a bias, though, the ending probably helped with the ratings. Though, just saying, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, the ratings, and, so there's Jeff Lux ratings, you know. And I'm worried that, and it's all, it's always a classic thing. It's like, what are you going to remember from this race? You're going to remember that crazy, the crazy finish we're about to get to. It's like, you remember that crazy finish. You don't remember what the hell happened all before that. You just remember who won and how they did it. And it's right. like, no, there was like a whole nother like three hours before this. <laughs> no, um, there was a whole nother three hours of caution laps <laughs> that y'all forgot uh, about. And I remember us bitching last year at Road America about the, you know, when you got a full course yellow. Yep. It was like it took like three commercial breaks before we went back green. Yeah. And it was like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. And that's, that's, racing, that's, dude. that's a good point to bring up, though, because if you do be realistic, Suarez read, you know, led every lap of the stage one. Stage two obviously wasn't, you know, there was a strategy coming toward Dan, was going towards stage three. If it wasn't for the ending, like, would it have truly been as good, though? I guess they're still passing. That's my point. Track. That's my ultimate point. It's like the Jeff Gluck poll, I think, proved it. Was 85%? Come on. That race was not an 85% race. Let's all be real. Like, And if you think it is, regardless of the ending, great. I guess you fucking loved it, whoever is out there. But I'm just like, let's be real here. It was that finish that everybody remembers. Yeah. Great finish. And that's why everybody voted yes. I voted yes because I did genuinely enjoy it, but I did not expect to see the 85. I was like, yeah, I didn't expect to be beating Atlanta out of the water like that. It's be, I mean, is that, that's got to be one of the top races of the year. Of course, races. No, just in general. We had two two in the 90s. I mean, it's got to be like a number three then. I don't know. Either yeah, way, probably, it's definitely probably. up there is the point. And I just yeah. – And it's a road course race. I think not, not a lot of road course races have really ranked super high in Jeff Gluck's poll. And it's funny that I always love too is like we always talk about Jeff's poll. Like it is like a renowned – if you're in the NASCAR community, like you're ba- you base your weekly yep. thoughts on Jeff's poll. On what it – yeah. It really and it's has just like a Twitter that. poll thing he made up six years ago. Yep. And it's just <laughs> did you like it yes or no? And that's it. Yeah. And yeah, super, and simple. I love the simplicity. I I yeah. know he's he's talked about changing it, and he was like, you know, what? fuck it, like, no, yeah, we're gonna keep it. And it's very biased on who the winner is as well. That's mm-hmm. one they always hate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like if anything happens with Chase Elliott, you have to take that into account. 
for the like ratings for that race. Yeah, they're impacted heavily. Right. Um, but then we got to see the next gen. It was built for road course racing. We talked about it last week. Was like this was the debut of these cars on track. I think, I think in this this weather with this track like layout, we don't see as good a racing as we saw with last year's car. We didn't really get to see it. But these cars, to me, put on a way better show than we would have seen in the old car, the old program. These cars, to me, turn. They look like they turned way better. They look like they took a beating way better. Uh, I saw tons of times, dudes. Like, I mean, they they kind of got in this gray area with this rule of hopping curbs with like four tires, yeah. two tires, whatever. They kind of like discussed it, but didn't bring it up uh, during the race or whatever. Uh, there was the Chase Briscoe penalty late where. AJ, like, they bump, and it, Chris Briscoe goes through, goes through the median and, like, skids his tires or whatever, and, like, literally they were talking about, like, hey, you got to make a pass through. And I was like, dude, that's bullshit. Like, come on. Like, what was he supposed to do right there? Just wreck the field? Like, he got hit off through the median, but then NASCAR waved it. I was kind of surprised by that because I thought they were still going to post this penalty. Um, but it was cool seeing these cars take, you know, go through the curbs, turning – like they were on some of the apexes. I don't think we see this kind of racing in the old car. Uh, I just all around liked it. I think a lot of we worked out some kinks, growing pains of this car. Uh, I heard a lot of shifting problems, a lot of steering problems. Uh, maybe second half of the year with road courses, we don't see these. But I mean, but hell, some guys had problems and came back to strive from them. Yeah. Well, we want to talk about guys with problems. Um, did they ever? Did, did you ever read anything about what happened with Bubba? God dang it. I did, yeah, his uh, freaking lug nut never got tightened on the pit. No, no, yeah, I know that, but uh, in terms of the penalty. No, I never heard about it because they because they were that, all like, oh, if you vacation. Lose lug, nut, lug nut, you lose your crew chief for six weeks. That yep. was like and they thing. were like, oh, get ready for vacation. Like, they were just hyping yeah. it up, hyping and it I up. Haven't like he was gonna be... I haven't heard a lick since. And, yeah, he's definitely going to get that. He'll definitely get the suspension, but it's either going to be the four to six weeks for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. heard anything about it. I was just wondering because they really well, were. I mean, it sucks for him. Like, it's not his yeah, fault. But um, I remember on Kevin's radio, Timmy was like, "We got a wheel on the back stretch. There's going to be a caution. Like, there's going to be a caution." And then literally, yeah. he's like, "Caution's out, Kevin." And then literally, Fox goes, and there's just a wheel rolling across. Yep. And then there's just like Bubba laying there on the fucking side of the median. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it must be Bubba's wheel." And <laughs> hey, Bubba, Bubba had a rough week though. He, he yeah, the skateboard, uh, longboard on what okay. Friday when he did the track walk, and then yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Bubba can't skate. Quit trying to be cool. Yeah, he's in Austin, and he's trying to act cool. Yeah, he was trying to fit in and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't working. Immediately, yeah. I was like, dude, get off that fucking thing. You clearly don't do this. Stop trying to be cool. Right. Yeah, if you skate, then that looks fucking tight. Like, that's a cool thing to bust out if you just, like, you skate, you have your whole life, nobody knows it. That was probably the you second fucking, time you on that You bust, thing. like, out a skateboard or some shit. Do some cool... That's oh, fucking tight. Everybody would be like, oh, shit. But just to pretend like – just to pretend like you have skated or like you know what you're doing and then to pull it out, it's like you just look like a fucking idiot, man. Come on. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Yeah, he dealt like a real big jackass. He had the beats by Dre on and everything. And you can tell he stood up like, oh, fuck, did anybody see that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, also, shout out to Austin, Texas. Daniel Suarez said he had the best tacos he's ever had outside of Mexico in Austin, Texas. Holy shit, that's Ta- taco capital of the world, baby. They both breakfast tacos, too. You know, exactly. Texas, they got some hidden spots there. People don't know. Taco capital. Yeah. Austin, Texas, man. Capital Tacos. Um, I mean, I'm an amigo, so like I can talk yeah. about it. Y'all can't, but hey, by the way, um Dakota, I think I told you this. My buddy tried to get me. He found the fucking Daniel Suarez shirt yeah. with the Mexican flag on it. Yeah. Giant. They were sold out of my size. I Venmoed him the money and everything. Like we were gonna get it. We were ready to roll. Then he like te- he had to Venmo the money back and be like, sorry, dude, I don't have your size. Uh, ain't that a bitch? Yeah. I didn't even think about Atlanta. You should ask me then. Okay. Yeah, because I need a Mexican flag Daniel Suarez shirt. <laughs> like, I need that. That's like, that it's going to have to be part Daniel of my wardrobe. Suarez, like, Mexico flag t shirt to be an amigo. <laughs> I want to be an amigo, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyway. Dude, so speaking of Dan Suarez, Track House been knocking on the door for like the last four weeks and they have arrived gentlemen uh track house is here they're not fucking around rosh chastain gets his first dub in a cl- climactic finish and i mean dan suarez dominates the first stage i think rosh chastain grabs the torch from there and dominates the rest of the race kind of uh rosh chastain gets his first dub smashes the watermelon and i i mean i kind of called it last week in the episode i don't know if y'all saw the takes but uh all the ones think, that you posted on Twitter? Yeah, I saw oh, yeah. them. Yeah. So, <laughs> Rosh Chastain, the little road course ringer, man. He gets it done. Trackhouse gets their first win. I was more, I think I was more excited for Trackhouse than I was Ross. Yeah, like, I, I like agree. Ross. I've kind of talked about him being in my shadows of guys. But, like, I was more excited for, like, Trackhouse just doing the damn thing. He goes, what, three or a third, a second, a second, and a first? Uh, Ross is on fucking fire right now. Like, it would have been cool if he was with Penske or something. We would have been like, oh, first win. But the fact that he's on Trackhouse, a brand new team that nobody fucking knew what was going to happen. I I think they only didn't get Kurt because they couldn't, like, get him because Kurt was already planning on leaving. And so I I have a feeling that Trackhouse was like, fuck it. He's the only guy left. And look at them now. (laughs) Yeah. Look at yeah. what they're doing now, dude. They're tearing yeah. it up. I've always thought Ross can drive. Ross is a wheel man. Ross can drive. He just needed that that right ride, right sponsor. I don't know if Trackhouse was it, but clearly it was. Clearly. Uh, but like I, last year when you know Trackhouse racing with Suarez, I was like, oh, well, good for Suarez. He's not like homeless. You know, he's got a ride at least. Uh, right. Whatever. But then like Bristol Dirty showed some signs of life. He Suarez had a grown on me a lot. Like yeah. Suarez had his best season last year. And I think he's doubling that this year, having his best season yet. Uh, Chastain's up there. It's like, dude, Trackhouse is here to fucking play. And they're like, oh, they're the second best team next to Hendricks. Hendricks has three wins. I'm like, Chastain's finished top three four weeks in a row. I think that's better than all of Hendricks. So this is what I was going to bring up next, was where does Trackhouse rank right now? Right now. Right now. Where do they rank in terms of teams for competitiveness? Because like- here's here's my argument. We say, you know, Hendrick has three wins, but I mean they have four cars, right? Yeah, they're Hendricks also. Exactly. I just- those are, like they're doing normal with top tier equipment. Trackhouse is doing above and beyond. 
with maybe underestimated equipment, or I don't know what you'd say right there, but it's like Trackhouse is swinging home runs, dude, and Hendrick is just par. Like they're so hot right now. Yeah, that, God damn, they're so hot right now. <laughs> they're so hot right now. Trackhouse. Yeah. Rob, what do you think? Ranking of them? I mean, right now. I mean, if you rank them like right now, obviously the last three, four weeks, they're definitely number one in consistency. I mean, you got Ross in the top three in the last like, four races. Suarez has been up there. Sure, yeah. you know, leading the points. Suarez almost won Auto Club. Suarez was top five last week, and he was kicking ass this week, so he got fucked. But obviously, with Hendrick, they're getting stage points, but they're not getting the end finish that. The, uh, the track house to be getting. So I I I might get roasted for saying it, but they're, they're definitely number one of late in terms of consistency. Like, they're there, man. They're fucking they're there. Aggressive. Well, initially I was like, you gotta be aggressive. They, before this win, I was like, are they like a top three team? Because they, they've been performing like it, right? But after this win, I'm like, dude, they're a top two team. Now I'm having to think, is it them or Hendrick? Because I was always like, you know, are they right around there with like Penske and Hendrick and, and all this? But now I'm like, fuck it. I, I and I would say Stuart, 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 Stuart Haas. Like, Stuart Haas is the other one. That's what – Briscoe and Almirola. Yeah, Briscoe is looking fucking – So money. those were the three teams that I had kind of in my head. It was like Hendrick, Penske, and then Stuart Haas. And then I was like, okay, Trackhouse is probably underneath them. But now I'm like, shit, dude, Trackhouse is fucking – No, like they're fucking booming right now, dude. Yeah. They're, they're swinging on all cylinders. They look great. Like Hendrix is just Hendrix. So like Trackhouse, I'm like that, – that, it's that meme where it's like he's holding the hand with his girl – and that's Hendrick, but he's looking back, and it's like fucking track house. Oh, yep. That's the meme there, dude. Somebody needs to make that. Like, and then, and then that guy is just us. Right yeah, now. we need to make that meme like right now. We do. We do. Yeah. Got to keep. Got to keep in mind though. Track house has got the RCR help though, and RCR is doing pretty well too. Reddick, I'm. We've been talking about Reddick. We talked to him last week on the show. Reddick is fucking fire right now. And we and we talked about, like, I think Trackhouse gets a win this year. Did that. I think Reddick gets a win this year. I think that's coming very soon. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I think both teams are going to get multi- multiple wins this year. Yeah. Just totally- the, way, the way that it looks like both teams have been performing, it seems like they should both get multiple wins. If they don't, I think it's just kind of bad luck up for those teams because the way that both teams have performed um, – with all four drivers there I've seen good things out of all four of them where I'm like, they should probably have multiple wins this year as a team. Maybe, you know, maybe not each driver, but I, I, in the, so, so obviously I'm here, you got Bristol. And there's a lot of NASCAR fans here. What I'll, this might be a very hot take, but one of the vendors here thinks RCR will make the final four. Ooh, hot take. Ryan Newman esque. Yeah. With I would love to see, I'd love to see Reddick get up. Would, would what Reddick be a top four guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see that happening this year. Look, I'm not saying he, he won't, yeah. like, in the future. I was, that's not me saying it. That's someone else. I'm like, yeah. You don't know, man. He, he don't hasn't know even got a is. win yet this year. It's like baby steps, baby steps. Let's yeah. see. I don't we think Ross Chastain is going to be a top four guy. I think he, look, right now he's competing like he will be. But come yeah. end of the season, it, we're going to probably see the veterans like we always do. You know, it's just like, who who right now is leading in points? you all have any idea? Case Elliott. Yeah, Chase Mike, fucking Elliott, dude. Mike he still hasn't even got a win. That's yeah. the type of shit that you kind of forget about until the end of the season. And you're like, oh, yeah, Chase Elliott's actually been killing it all season. And we've been he's, talking getting, shit. he's getting into stage points. Right. And we talk shit because we're like, oh, weakest link of the team. 
Dude's leading. <laughs> he doesn't have a single win, and he's leading in uh, points. I guess Danny Hamlin uh, style, like from last year. Well, yeah. Speaking of Danny, he's mired back in 22nd, his worst start. Yeah. You know what's funny? Didn't forever. he get the stage win, and then gets, like, fucked over and still finishes wherever, and is like, that stage win did nothing for him. Right. <laughs> I mean, help to help gain that back, but, yeah, it definitely yeah. I need Reddick to go to track house. With... I think Reddick leads the tier front on RCR and is like. I was going to say, I don't see why he would. I mean, they already have like a partnership with RCR and track house. They might as well just keep doing their thing. I think Reddick is like RCR's golden boy for right. like the next couple of years. Oh, like, yeah. Reddick's no, our, Richard Childress does not want to get rid of Reddick. I don't think. No. Like, anybody no. that watches any fucking race can tell that dude's going to be a superstar. He's right on the cusp every race. Dude. I mean, 83 showed up for the top 10. We were texting yeah. about it. I said, where, yeah. I haven't seen Austin Hill this whole fucking race. Like, that was, I that literally was, never once saw his fucking car. And uh, then stage two. Stage two. There was a clip of him. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. What? Austin Dillon. No, he had a... No, he finished good in stage two. Oh, did he? I don't. Yeah, it was yeah. Strategy. It was but the pit strategy. I never. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it was good. I just that was the only time I remember seeing him, and I was like, I, "Oh shit!" Austin's I just. Like, I just remember like he was running Bennett trucking this week in the new paint scheme, and I was like, "Oh, right. cool!" And I never once the whole fucking weekend saw his car. I never once saw it on the TV. I never right. saw him. I never saw the three car battling for position, and then I was like, "Oh, Austin Dillon's third. I don't know that because I haven't seen him. Yeah, and then just quietly sneaks I, I in. Think, I think if I I could be wrong recalling this, but I think that's one of his first or very few is top ten. Yeah, his first top ten on a road yeah. course. Yeah, he's not a road course guy because like what was it last week when you what it pitted him against like Kyle Bush? I think yeah. you pitted him against Kyle Bush because Kyle took him out. Speaking uh, of Kyle Bush, Kyle Bush got spun or he spun out on his own and then got spun twice on the last lap. Well, I was going to say we were all wrong because we all picked Kyle Bush. And I even told you, I was like, I'm an Austin Allen fan. I don't pick Austin Allen on a fucking road course. I just, that's not what he does. <laughs> we were all wrong. He actually did finish better. So, yeah. Uh, fucking, but dude, Ross gets his first win. 
Do we think that – what do we think about the A.J. Ross contact? I want to hear Rob's opinion first. Yeah, Ooh, Rob, I'll, what do you got? I'll, I'll tell you right now. I At first, I was not a fan of it. But here's – today, I, you know, I've been – obviously been drinking. I reanalyzed <laughs> the whole deal. You go back to yesterday. Ross dominated the race in the 92. Dominated. Now, obviously, I, you know, I can't say, you know – I can I can guarantee you right now and tell you for sure, hundred percent that that DGM car was DGM equipment. Trackhouse did not help out at all. That was pure DGM equipment. Dominated, ran the race, was winning. Gets taken out by Castle, a colleague car. Now you go, you fast forward to Sunday. Dominates the race after Suarez has his issues. Dominates, gets hit by Almendinger, another colleague car. In his mind, is like, I lost yesterday because of getting taken out by a call car. I'm going to go in their balls to the Look wall at the hot take. and knock him out. He got knocked out by a call car. He knocks the call car to the win. In my opinion, it balanced out because call won last yesterday or Saturday because of being knocking the Chastain out. And Sunday, he wins knocking him out. And, I, and obviously – you look at Bowman; he was upset with hap- what what was what what would happen because he got knocked out, but he knocked out uh, Kyle and uh, Freezing the gate to win the you know give Zane Smith the win. So my opinion was he definitely I, there was definitely a lot of like bad takes of saying like he that was dirty, but he got bumped out of the way Saturday, so that was just kind of his payback. Here we got Nick. Next take, Connie. He says, I think of it like a fight. You hit someone, you better make a count. However, once you hit someone, you've given the permission to retaliate. That's a great Nick, point. I totally agree. If you're going to hit think... somebody at – sorry, Dakota. Oh, well, talking. I was just saying Rob Rob went into some very dark, deep depths there. I think <laughs> – look, freaking AJ goes in there, gives the bump and run to Ross. Uh, Bowman's there kind of just like, oh, shit. And that's a good uh, Ross, Ross that was Bowman. His hate on his shoulder and dumps the fuck out of AJ. To me, all is fair in love and war. And AJ opened the door wide open when he first gave Ross the bump and run. Right, yeah. right through there, everything is on and everything is acceptable. Uh, the, it's the very I mean, end of the race. It's not like I mean, we have three laps to go. Ross has never won a race ever, so that's even more stipulated. Well, well he won. He won the Xfinity race, but I meant a cup race. Yeah. So, yeah. like, Ross is looking at his first win being taken away right here in the last couple corners, and AJ just dumped him. So, right there is like, uh, no, sir. And Ross how many times is he going to get second also? Yeah, yeah. Can you so imagine Ross, you just another second-place finish? He'd be like, fuck, dude. I think Ross sends him, but it, I don't think he really meant for him to hit Bowman and spin out. I think he just meant to send him off in the corner. But yeah. – with it all, I'm all good with it. I like AJ. I like Ross. And I was totally like, yeah, you you totally opened that opportunity up when you bumped Ross to begin with. Like, if, if AJ waits, that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think – first of all, I think AJ just did it too early. I think he saw his opportunity and was like, I got to take it. But it was too early. Yeah, yeah. He, he had to take what he got, but it was too early. And I think – Post-race, if y'all remember, like, the interview with him, yeah, um, he was clearly upset. Yeah, But if you noticed, they kept um, – I think it was Bob, right? And he kept being like, well, what would you do? Would you have done differently? And he wouldn't answer. Yeah. It's because he knows. Like, he knows. He he fucked up. Like, 
he didn't really fuck up. That's just how it is. And I think he he was angry, but he even he knew at that moment, like, yeah, that was fair. Like that's I fucking put it into him, and he was still around. And I agree with Dakota. I don't think he was trying to fucking wreck him or anything. I think he was just like, I'm gonna fucking punt you into the corner where it's safe. There's no wall or anything there. You can drive off into it, which is what happened. I don't think he meant to like get Bowman fucked up in it either. No, Bowman's just out over there in the corner, like trying to avoid this little, yeah. <laughs> he's like, Oh, these two motherfuckers are fighting. All right. And just trying to zip in, which respect for that. He's trying to sneak in there. Um, yeah. I, anyone that is against what Ross did, I'm like, please explain to me what he did wrong. Cause he was going for his first fucking cup win, man. Uh, Even yeah. he could have fucking punted him. And I still would have been like, he went for his first cup win. Well, that was the thing. AJ's like, he's got to look himself in the mirror. I'm like, yeah. Who are you to say any of that? Up, yeah, like, like, All right, Michael Jackson, calm down. Fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, dude, shut up, AJ. I like AJ, but I was like, who are you? What are you talking about? Like, I was like, you do you not remember punting him like the <laughs> before that? Like yeah. I said, I think he was just like upset with the situation because who isn't like in the heat yeah, of the moment. He went from sec or he went from leading to thirty third. Yeah, that was the thing. He spun off in the sand trap. Like he finished right. dead last. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that he was just upset. Like so, I think it was post race because from what I understand, they're friends. Yeah. So they were and former, and former teammates. Right. Yeah. Because the way Reddick or I mean Reddick, the way um, Ross was explaining is like he looked up to him. They were friends. This and that. So it was kind of a weird situation, but. It's like, okay, then you should know because you would do the same fucking thing. I mean, you literally did the same thing right before that. <laughs> I just don't understand it. So that takes us right into our next segment. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my award three weeks in a row to performer of the race, Ross Chastain. The boy gets it done, trackhouse racing. I don't even I don't even need to speak for it. He gets it done, watermelon man smashing watermelons on front stretch. It was awesome. Who do y'all got for performer of the race? Rob, do you have anything like other? <laughs> I, can't, I, I don't know what it's, to say. It's hard not. It's not. It's hard not to give give the performer race not too. I was saying. I think I've given to him the last three races. <laughs> really not. Like he. Well, the I other was, races, I feel like me and Rob have tried to think of other things to to yeah. give. But at this Ross point, is so hot right now, dude. You gotta like, give really, it to him. He won his first fucking race, man. Yeah. And he I'm, earned it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. He earned it. He bullied his way past that fucking line. He was yeah. like, no, y'all are not going to push me around anymore. I will I'm not be denied. I loved that the balls that he had to do that. He was like, no, you're not going to fucking push me, and I'll just take second or third and be happy yeah. with it. Like, I'm going to fucking like, give it back to you. So imagine AJ takes, like, the bump and run and goes on and just, like, wins the race. And then we're like, Ross, another second. Like, and nobody would be mad at AJ. We'd be like, that's just racing, dude. Like, yeah. he fucking yeah. – he was getting a little aggressive. AJ – a- Ross gets bumped, and AJ's like, or AJ goes by him, and Ross is like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, is Ross no longer a fucking underdog pick anymore? <laughs> he can't be an underdog pick anymore. Honestly, at this point, he's gotten like what third, second, Ross second, has first. Emerged, boy. Yeah, yeah. At, at, for for a while, he is off limits as an underdog pick. He's too fucking yeah. good. Yeah, he's so hot. He's so hot right now. <laughs> oh, dude. all right. What about the good, bad, and ugly? Dude, good, bad, and ugly of this race. I wah, actually texted I, I texted <laughs> you about it and was like, "Wow, really haven't seen that many videos of kids this race." Uh, was that guy fired, released, or is like Fox? He finally, he finally did it. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think my response was the best response for it. I said the track was probably too close to an elementary school. <laughs> 
They had to get a different cameraman. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's what I brought up. I said I was like I was like, did they like maybe do some background checks on the cameraman and be like, oh fuck. <laughs> I hope this podcast helped with that. Yeah, whoever is in need out there. Um my good of the week was seeing very pleasant road course racing. I thought this was some of the better road course racing I've seen. I thought the car did its job. And I loved everything I saw during the race. And that was my good was the next gen on the road course. Rob, what do you got? Um, I I mean you kinda you kinda took you kinda took what I was gonna say there, uh, the Dakota, but obviously I'll it sounds, you know, generic saying this, but the good was just how extremely well, you know, we've already said it before, but just how extremely well trackouts ran. I mean, they both cars ran phenomenally well. Obviously it, you know, came down to a part issue, but Ross's car, like, because I was watching some other people here, I kept saying, like, Ross is just, he is beyond faster than anyone else. He's in another zip code. Like, he just was able to pull away, you know. So, I just, I'm just, I'm happy for Trackhouse. Like, That's the that. thing. He's been fast on, like, four different kinds of racetracks. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not, that's not a fluke. We got lucky. Like, road course. Road course, little speedway. Phoenix. And he doesn't, yeah, he like, hasn't gotten lucky with anything. He's like driven his way up to the no, front yeah. like every fucking time. What if we see Ross click off like four or five wins? <laughs> he becomes next Kyle Larson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Because Larson's, you remember Larson's nickname was <laughs> L, you know, Larson always finished second at 42. Like, yeah. he had a nickname, uh, you know, Lar second, you know, because I basically replaced the. S of the two, like those, and he once he got those wins, like him now he's a champion. Yeah, I don't know, man. Why need to watch you out? Know what? I'm gonna go. Thing? I'm gonna go with Nick. Actually, uh, the cars. Yeah. Um, although I am not a road course guy, I agree with what Dakota said. Um, at the beginning of the show, is I just think with these cars, this race was still much better than it would have been. I think once again, we have seen these cars perform very well. Um, before these cars came out, everybody was like, oh, they're built for road course racing. They might not perform as well. Intermediate, Super Speedway, all this other stuff. We've seen them perform really well everywhere. So that's going to be the good for me for like a while. I fucking love these yeah. cars. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am I, I said it was going to take longer for me to like. No, I'm 100% sold. Like, I think yeah. I'm totally sold. I'm sold. Like, I'm I'm fully on board. I love with everything I've seen about them. They're the best thing we've seen in NASCAR in so fucking long. Yeah. Like it's a breath of fresh air. Almost People like, that aren't tuning in right now are missing out. Like this yeah. is the best time for NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like trajectory too, like in our lifetime, I'm not saying it's peak NASCAR, but I'm just saying in terms of like the up I think the snowball the snowball is formed and it's fucking rolling. Well, yeah. snowball means it's going downhill, so that's <laughs> not good. I mean, it was building and getting bigger. Well, I, I mean, technically, though, through our lifetime, it was a snowball going downhill. Wrong worse analogy, and worse and right? Worse. You know what I mean? Like, our whole life, it's, NASCAR, honestly, has been getting worse. Like, there's little things like this that's like, okay, that's pretty good. I think we plugged the dam, the leak in the dam. Exactly. Now we're finally, like, building back up, and it feels really good yeah. to be a NASCAR fan again. All my fucking friends at work are wanting to go to NASCAR racing. It now. feels good to be a NASCAR fan again, finally. Yeah. So that's the cars good. are going to be good yeah. for me for a while. I don't have to like hide and bash about. The only thing, I mean, there's a couple things like I have to bash. <laughs> you still hide and cry in the corner. Yeah. 
But uh, NASCAR's uptrending, dude. Uh, yeah, take me right to my awesome. ugly. I think we can all agree. Was... No, the bad. Ooh, I thought good. I already told my bad. Oh, shit. What did we no, do? What did good? My bad was um, I just I, – I think we'll move from ugly to bad was just Fox's pre-race show. Uh, I don't know if you got to watch pre-race, but it yep. was fucking like just as so cringy. as always. It was cringy and weird and awkward. And, and just, you texted like, me and you were like, is this cringy watching all the Austin stuff? And I, I was did. like, I mean, I miss Austin, but yeah, this is cringy as fuck. It's like, just like <laughs> I saw multiple, multiple pe- random tweets of like people being like, this is so fucking bad. Yeah. Like just like this is terrible. Um, and not even the broadcast. I think Tony Stewart saved the broadcast. Like he made it fun. That could have been a good. He made it good. Tony Stewart yeah. should have been the good. Tony Stewart I mean, was, was good, good in the broadcast booth. I like that. But the pre, I watched the pre race, and I was literally like, "Why did I watch this shit? This pre race is fucking." I don't know why you keep watching them. Because I just find myself. Felicia works Sunday. I know. I watch them too. I don't well, know. Me and Luna are drinking <laughs> around the house, and I'm like, "Well, pre race is on." I know. I do the same fucking thing every week. I, we're like, "Let's stop watching it," and every week we. I, I turn it, it on for an hour ahead of time, and I'm like, right. "God damn it, let's go outside." <laughs> <laughs> How quickly can I play a round of golf? That's what you're googling when pre-race yeah. comes on. Rob, what yeah. do you got? For, what are we on right now? Bad. Going bad. That's now. I, it's hard to say because I'm, you know, because obviously I'm having to use my, you know, iPhone to do this. I'm looking at the computer. <laughs> obviously, I, I wasn't sure to classify it for the bad or ugly because this doesn't you know, kind of compare or correlate to the race performance, but obviously just what happened with Kislowski racing. I mean, I know he still got, you know, he still got the top 20 finish though, but it's just the way the week, the way the, way the week went with losing all the points. Cause I don't know if that was ever brought up or not. No, we never brought that. Well, brought up a little bit with Tyler Reddick, but like we brought, well, it, yeah. they well, just well, dug themselves a fucking crater. Yeah. Obviously it was a good thing. He at least got, 14th out of but still he he did not run well at all during the race no he was non-existent Mm -hmm. i just think like he's gonna have to capitalize on those speedway like races and capitalize on like when they have some speed at certain races we've seen is like he's gonna have to double time jump on those moments yeah which means maybe wrecking three quarters of the field instead of half i don't know what it takes yeah um, so usually I say I reserve the ugly for Fox broadcasts. That's like the cemented ugly, but I'm going to, I'm going to switch Fox to bad. That's what I did. Because Tony Stewart helped save it. Yeah. And there is something worse about this race. So I'm gonna save the last one for ugly. Yeah, Fox bad instead of ugly because it actually is got it gets better when fucking somebody is actually good in the booth like Tony Stewart. Yeah. When I saw him in the booth, I was like, oh thank god. Oh yeah, even, I even my wife was like, was like oh thank Stewart's god. Me for Coda. I was like, oh okay, I get, I finally get to watch this. I put it on and fucking Snake Wife is even like, oh thank god, it's not like Danica, it's Tony this time. I'm like, I know, right? Like that makes the race yeah. so much better. I love hearing his commentary. So. um it went from ugly to bad because of Tony Stewart. So good job, Fox. And no children. I guess that's. Hey, I yeah, I didn't see it. I think I saw somebody say they saw one once. 
I didn't yeah, see that. one once, but yeah, maybe it was. There was one. There was around. one. Sh- there was one shot where these two kids were running up a hill, but that was the only one I saw. Okay. Oh lord, wasn't as bad. Once that's not one shot's fine. Like that's, yeah. I th- at every sporting event you get like two shots of kids, and that's normal. It's when you know, whoever the fuck they have this whole season behind the camera. Hopefully they looked into it. <laughs> All right, Dakota, what's the ugly? The ugly was. Um, I feel like the third stage was three times longer than the first two stages, all because of caution laps. We talked about it earlier. As just we got to figure out some sort of algorithm to get these caution laps over with and back to racing during the uh, end of these races at the road courses. A lot of people talk about like, no, don't do stages at road courses. I'm like, no, that to me like discredits the. Uh, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Um, not, I don't know, the goodness of racing throughout the season of being like the parody of uh, them all being the same. It's like you can't just sit here and do like we're gonna do stage races at these races, but not these races. It's like no, I think we need stage racing and road courses, but there's got to be some better way about the caution laps. Like, like the caution laps, I shouldn't be able to like go piss, go make a meal, go get some more beer, go grocery shopping, um, walk the <laughs> play dog, around golf. <laughs> and come, play around a golf, and come back, and y'all still haven't gone green. Like, yeah, it it shouldn't take an hour to get the like finals. Three laps in. I don't I mean, know. That, you that know whole thing, it was a buzzkill to the race. And you know what, Dakota? I think that's something we probably should have talked about in this episode, but it would have lasted another hour. Right. Because I'm actually against you. I think cautions are bad for road course racing. And I'm not a road course guy. I just think it kind of ruins the race. But we probably don't have enough time to fucking dive into I mean, that. I mean, I agree with it, but I just don't want to see, like, like – I, I see what you mean, like the consistency throughout the season. Of, like, yeah, stage one and stage two has to count for something. And I've seen people be like, "Oh, just don't throw caution; just count the stages." It's like, yeah. yeah, but that does change the strategy for yeah. a stage. Well, like, and that, like, and that too is, I, I, I'm all for long green runs. But if we did that, then we're gonna see like this thing really get strung out. And I mean, as all okay as that I am, is like. Some of these long green runs are just gonna fans are gonna get like unenthused. Some of these new fans are gonna be like, "This is boring." I do think I would be okay with the stages if they can figure out how to shorten cautions first. Yeah, that's the biggest shorten cautions, and you have me sold. Right. All right, Rob, what's your ugly? Ugly. Um, I feel like I maybe should have said it's sort of bad, but I did definitely ugly. The limits. 
the penalties for going to have the four tires off the limits. I feel like it was definitely yeah. a discretion call that you look at Chase Briscoe, they wound up overturning it because he, he did get forced off, but yeah. that's happened so many times on super speedways where they're forced off the little yellow line and NASCAR says, Oh, tough luck, you know? Yeah. To be fair though, I do appreciate NASCAR being really tough this year about penalties because yeah. they're trying to level the playing yeah. field. So the guys with all the money can't just afford to get away with shit well, anymore. One thing I saw was in the Xfinity race, it was like the 27 and the fucking 19 or something went over them and they penalized them. And then in the very same lap behind them, like the nine and the seven did this, they went over them more and they didn't get a penalty. Like yeah. there was a picture, there was a picture like same fucking lap. And, like, I just saw it somewhere in a tweet. And it was, like, some of, the, like, just the random cars got penalized hardcore. Like, had to do a pass-through. But, like, some of the bigger names, did they went over the line even more and didn't get a penalty at all on the same fucking line. Well, I remember when they first brought up, like, these harsh penalties that they were going to be doing this yeah. season. My first comment was, like, that's great. But they yeah. have to be consistent. Consistency is the most yeah. important thing. If you're going to well, be a hard just like punishment. that with the yellow line rule is like it's NASCAR's discretion, and it's right. like that's vague. Like, no, that's, if you're yeah, if you're going to be harsh, wiggle room. If you're going to be harsh with your punishments, consistency <laughs> yeah. is the name of yeah, the game. I don't care who the fuck it is. Punish exactly. Yep. Yeah, like, that's, that's fine if you want to be harsh. Just you have to be consistent. It's a tough thing to take on. That's why when they said that, I was like, ooh, this might end badly because yeah. if they're not I consistent, agree. people will lose it. Yeah, people yeah. are going to catch them on their bullshit. All right. Well, obviously, my ugly is also uh, cautions. If that I didn't make that clear throughout the whole fucking episode. All right, let's give this race a rating. Oh, Rob, you're up first. Oh, okay. I don't have my list here either. I feel bummed because I've been writing all these down. So I have them down. If you want to know, I do not have Rob's. Sorry, Rob. But no, I've only been That'd writing be cards. But I'm saying, like, when I get home, I'll rewrite them. Okay. My rating, my rating, I was thinking 7 8. Ooh, a 7 0? 7 8. No, 7 8. Oh, 7 8? <laughs> yeah. All right, Dakota, what do you got? Do you want to hear Ooh. what some of your other ones were? I can yeah. read it for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta was 8 9. Phoenix was 7 2. Vegas was 8 3. Um, You know what? I don't have yours from Auto Club. Well,. <laughs> It says eight six, but I think you actually stole mine. Yeah, and I think I, I wrote down eight six for me. So either way, me and you were like the same there for auto. Damn, I almost want to go right along with Rob, but I don't want to do that. I'm gonna give this race a seven seven. That's what I'll give it. Hmm. It was good, good road course racing, kind of average. I don't even know if I should go that high, honestly. Rattlesnake coming in with Thor's hammer. <laughs> so you went 7-7, seven, seven, right? Yeah, I guess. I feel like I just ripped that off the hip. I honestly should give it a more fair judgment. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 7. 7 flat. And here's why. I got Phoenix at 6-9 and Atlanta at 7-1. And I Ooh. thought it was kind of right in between there. So 7 flat. Boom. Hey, what's the beer? <laughs> Ronnie, what's the beer of the night? Ronnie, uh, special guest Ronnie D in the house. What's the beer of the what's night? Up? What's up? 
episodes. Ryan, Ronnie, why have you not just been in this episode the whole time? Because it's only been. He's been. Yeah, why have you not just been part of this? You've been watching the fucking office. Oh, Should have been. I mean, I can give you. I can give you my a simple, very simple rundown of what Blaney's been doing lately. But that's about it. <laughs> I like the oh, shirt. I like it. <laughs> um, real quick, Dakota, you just want to go over some stuff about Richmond. So, guys, I mean. Richmond's coming up. We're kind of throwing these basher double episodes in. Oh, Ronnie always drinking horse piss. This is not horse piss, David, by the way. <laughs> also, 7-3 by Nick. Uh, David moves to Maine and actually doesn't know nobody. But <laughs> we're going, we're going short track racing this week, going back to Richmond. I'm honestly hoping these cars give us a taste of, like, old Richmond. It's really what I'm banking on. I hope we see some esque of, like, Old school, old short track racing comeback because Richmond's been kind of stale the last couple of years. It just hasn't been the same. It's kind of just raced like a. But we still love track. it because it's fucking Richmond. I mean, we love it because it's Richmond, right. but it's like I need some pizzazz. I want to see old girl come back. Yep. I want to see some calamity. I want to see some like, oh shit, this guy's coming on new tires. I think we see that. I think the car brings it back. Uh, we're going short track racing this weekend. I mean, what are we thinking we're going to see? I, I don't know. The next-gen car. What you got, Rob? I'm hoping with how the side force on the, with the side force on the car, I'm hoping they're going to be, you know, having a little less, little less down. I'm hoping they slide around and kind of race like the, like you said, the old school Easter race. I'm hoping, but we'll see. I mean, they're, they're harder to handle, so they might be slipping and sliding around there on Sunday. I and so I miss old night night race Richmond races. I don't know who the fuck their guy is where they started saying like, hey, let's do day Richmond races, but bring Richmond night back. Oh, this is a uh, Sundays for NASCAR shirt. Ask your mom if I'm the best. Shout out Sundays for NASCAR. You can find their shirt over there. But after you get off of chair gating's uh, <laughs> link in the Instagram, after you buy a couple of our shirts, you can go buy one of their shirts. <laughs> But uh, uh, they're good guys, though. They make cool. Yeah, they're fun boys. Uh, I don't think we've made a plug too for Yeats, have we? Yeah, we did at the beginning of the show, but we oh, can yeah. do oh, another right now. Again, this episode yeah. brought to you by Yeats, yeatsofficial.com, 10% off, chair gating. Get it. Yeah, cool, 10% like, off uh, in your discount. Shipping code Yeats cool official. Like Check them out. You can look as cool as Rob and his freshies. I think he's got the newest pair in the bunch. We're going to get Ronnie hooked up. He's still uh, just. Yeah, what's up, man? Man, I'm stuck on Costa, but you know what? He's got them, them expensive Costas. We need to get when you get Ronnie a pair. I give Ronnie, away I don't blame you. I blame Dakota. Don't worry about it. That's always done, Dakota. <laughs> I've been wondering when I'm gonna get them, but you know what? He's Ronnie the American flag pair. Dakota, don't make me send Ronnie a pair and you not. I'm just saying that's gonna look bad because I Ronnie's will send him bo- a pair. Ronnie's bougie. Don't let him fool oh, you. Man. Ronnie's bougie. I don't care. I'll still send him a pair. Yeah, we could actually. <laughs> Ronnie would rock the Ray Ban pair. All right, after the show, show them a couple. I'll fucking – I'll order them. You just pick right, out a pair. My boy. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. <laughs> we almost did it. We almost made it to the final almost, four again. Almost, almost. All right. Um, you want to do at-the-line picks real quick, Dakota? You want me to do some picks? Or do yeah, I'll let's do some at-the-line. I love that. Yeah, I got some picks coming up right quick. Ooh, here's a good one. All right. All right, we're going to run right to that line. I know we're running late. It's getting late on the East Coast. But uh, we're going to do our at-the-line picks. Our first round is going to be Trackhouse Racing coming off their first win. Who you got, Ross Chastain or Daniel Suarez? Ooh. Rob, what do you think? 
Rich, uh, Ross Chastain for sure. Absolutely. Oh, oh you're doubting Daniel Suarez now, huh? No, I, I just Ross is a very aggressive driver, and you got to be you got to be aggressive at Richmond. I mean, also, didn't Ross get didn't he get a top ten finish last year here? Like the yeah, last he race did. here, he did. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go Ross then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just remembered that he did really I, well. That here. Ross is so hot right now, dude. He's so hot right now. Oh man. All right. That's All right. true. I am an amigo. You know what? Fuck it. I'll go Suarez. I can't. Oh, I can't throw yeah, my back on my vato. I'm an amigo. He's can't turn my back on my homes. Oh, man. All right, here's another good one. A guy that's just been kind of like having some good runs. Technically, look, all right, we're going to back this up a little bit. Christopher Bell was like second at Atlanta before he was penalized with the white line. He finishes third at Road America. Are we picking Christopher Bell or Kyle Busch? Christopher Bell. That was going to be my pick to win the race. Ooh. And I just don't think Kyle Bush has been kind of plagued lately. Kyle Bush has been like having some bad luck, some shitty streaks. Like shit's not going well for him. Doesn't doesn't Christopher Bell have like two top fives here the last two races? I don't know, something like that. Christopher Bell's really fucking good at Richmond. He's gonna be my pick yeah. to win. Well, Kyle Bush also has like fucking four Richmond wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking the last two <laughs> yeah. races. I'm pretty sure Christopher Bell has two top five finishes at Richmond. The last two times we've been at Richmond. All right, what do y'all got? I was thinking Kyle Busch. Y'all going with Kyle Busch? Ooh, boy. Look at that. that wrong. Ooh. All right, right, here's a good one in the mix. Just mixing up middle-tier guys, guys that can win here, guys that have won here. I'm taking Kurt Busch in the 45 to rebound or Joey Logano in the 22. Yeah, well, that's what do you a, think? That's a toughie. Oh, uh, Joey, Joey Logano, sure. Yeah, I, Joey's good here. I gotta. I think I gotta Joey's go good Joey. here, and I think Kurt's kind of still finding his way with the yeah. forty-five. I, mean, Kurt, I think Kurt. I think Kurt was still get you know top ten, but I think Joey's is. I see Kurt rolling rolling off a twelfth or like a sixth or fifth. You know, he's been getting up there late, but I see Joey either winning or finishing twenty-first. <laughs> DNF or winning? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I'll take Joey with his aggressiveness. Um, you want to roll in straight into picks and underdogs? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Rob, we're going to roll you off first again. Who's your pick to win? And then we'll all do our picks, and then we'll do our underdogs. My pick to win this weekend? Yep. I'll be hated, I'll be, uh, I'll be hated for saying this, but I'm thinking <laughs> uh, thinking old KB. I mean, I'll make the, the code – or I'll make that. Kyle Bush gets it going. You think? See, Kyle this Bush? podcast doesn't hate Kyle Bush like we used to. So I think, no, I think Kyle's growing on us. Ronnie yeah. still hates Kyle Bush. Yeah, that's right. I think we I don't think, hate him like we used to. Yeah, I think we get it done. Um, underdog. Um, tough to say. Uh, I know because with this next gen, it's hard to say who's an underdog anymore. Right. right? That's a good uh, point, dude. Underdog picks might have to go out the window now. Like, yeah, we well, might just have to like pick winners. <laughs> just like, who's the shittiest driver you can think of that'll finish the best? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, That's kind of how it is. I don't know. I, I try to say for underdog. That's my reason. I don't know. I mean, all right, throw throw a name out and I'll tell you if it counts. Well, <laughs> Almirola's not an underdog, but I just think Almirola was still he's he's good and he's flat. You know what? But, I'll accept Almirola. I'll allow it. Yep. That's all. All right, all right, all right. 
My pick to win the race, I think, is a clutch pick, and I think it's a guy who's been popping off some short track wins. I'm picking Martin Tricks Jr. to be your winner here at Richmond. He's kind of fucking went off at these races lately. Yep. Uh, he's kind of been out of the radar. Like, I don't even think they talked about him at Coda, and he finished like seventh, right. six or seventh. This or is a track that he can definitely win. I think this is a track he could get a win. I think Martin Truex Jr. gets the win here. Um, maybe playing some old school strategy of like last year, he's still good at short tracks. I think Martin Truex gets one. And my um, underdog pick, uh, guy that seems to like fucking pull out cautions and the car's on fire and then come back and get top tens. I'm going Eric Jones in the 43. Hell yeah. Uh, I think Eric Jones is a solid underdog pick. He's been rallying off speed out of his ass somehow. Uh, then the 43 car actually gets a win this year. That'd be fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see the 43 back in uh, victory. Yeah, I'd be okay. I'm okay with it. And Eric Jones, with like, Eric Jones. Eric Jones, like, fuck Gibbs. Fuck all y'all. I can still do this. That would be sick. I yeah. I would love that to be the comeback story for Eric Jones. Um, yeah. My pick to win is Seabell. Uh, y'all – do not take him seriously enough at this track. He's because, very underrated, dude. He's well, in the last two races, I just looked it up. He said, um, let's fucking – here. The last two races that we were at, he finished third and fourth. The last two times we were at this fucking track. That's insane. Yeah. Um, This is going to be where he gets it done. Underdog pick, Austin Dillon. Wow. He He's finished, really good here. So he I was going to say the race? last two races here, yep. 11th and 10th. Dude yeah, is well, always like right the playoffs, there. What was the last year or the year before where you like almost fucking won it? Yeah, that was the year before. Yeah, yeah. remember like, oh, where's the speed coming from? That, so there you go. Those are my picks. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. We're going Richmond racing this weekend. We went road course racing. I think the next three races are short tracks, including Bristol Dirt, if you want to call it one. Uh, what we're going? We're going Richmond, Martinsville, Bristol Dirt. Uh, insane. That's Fuck, crazy. Yes. That's a crazy lineup. Uh, buckle the beat. What? And after that's Dega, dude. I, if you're Ooh. a NASCAR fan, this is the time of year to be watching fucking racing because the next like six tracks are fucking sick. And uh, I'm ready to see how these cars do. Richmond, I hope it's good. I hope old girl comes back. Uh, I, I mean, that's gonna be going. I think it should be a night race, but we'll see how it goes. I hope Fox doesn't fucking fumble their feet anymore. Jack and House might be a breath of fresh air. We'll see how that goes. Uh, let's go racing this weekend. Rob, any plugs, even though you're like part of the podcast now? Yeah, you're just the third member. You're just kind of, yeah, you're like the third co-host now. It <laughs> doesn't really just, count, but what do you got? Same old, same old. I appreciate <laughs> Eats hooking me up. You know, I wear these everywhere I go. I would see shitty Fuck cores yeah. making me uh, be where I'm at. And that's about it. I just appreciate being here. And I'll be, I feel like I'm a third go- guest at this rate, but do you guys want to kick me out of the third to go? I care less. But No, you are, you have an open invitation whenever you want it. As long as you give me a cooler. He's like, a, he's like our at-track reporter. <laughs> my, my, fair, my only fair warning is I've been drinking all day, so I'm pretty, pretty little buzzed. But well, we want, we want it that way. If you're, like, sober, we don't want you on the show. That's it, You yeah. can join the show sober, but you can't leave it sober. How about that? Yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah. a fair rule. Yeah. Ronnie, thanks for stopping in. <laughs> hey, good guys. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we will... What do you think, Dakota? Next week? Probably not have another one this week. Yeah, I'm on super stupid fucking busy this yeah, week. Yeah, same. Unless another cup driver randomly decides they want to talk to Dakota. Yeah, in case somebody wants to talk to you, <laughs> you can bring a cup hey, driver. Hey, Kyle Bush, you want to talk to Dakota also? That's There you go. <laughs> hey, we like that other guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Um, see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.